the KRMG Evening News with Skylar Cooper. It's time for a little KRMG family update on this Friday. And really happy to say uh, we have some really good news today, and that is KRMG's Dick Lofton is back in the saddle after six months away. Dick, it's so great to see you. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, yeah. It's been a little bit. So tell yeah. everybody what's been going on. Well, what happened was uh, uh, six months ago, I had a liver transplant. And the story of my liver transplant goes back uh, to 2020. I was starting having dizzy spells. Pretty severe dizzy spells. And the first one happened right here in that room, our control room, which is not right next door to uh, Skyler Studio here. Um, it was like, uh, it was, I call it vertigo like, but it's, it was not really like that. I, I, and some people were saying I had a stroke. I, I didn't think I had one. I never thought I had one. And then the, the tests and everything proved it later. Uh, but everything was spinning. Everything was spinning in the room, and it was almost dreamlike. It was during Rush, when Rush was on the air with us. And what happened was, what was really bizarre about the whole sensation was I felt like I'd forgotten everything. I knew I was at KRMG. I knew I was on the air. I knew Rush Limbaugh was on the air. But if he went to a commercial break, I had no idea what to do. It was like half of my mind was gone, hmm. and that was proven because I had had hepatic encephalopathy. That is a situation involving liver disease. I had cirrhosis of the liver, and but that time I didn't know I had any of this going on. Uh, and what happens is when the liver can't do its job like it's supposed to, anything it can't happen, it can't take care of, it will just dump it in your system. So it dumped ammonia. Ammonia travels to your brain. Hepatic encephalopathy happens. And it really is like losing half of your brain. Um, you can't remember phone numbers. You can't remember your address. You can't rem I couldn't remember Ruby's birthday, my wife Ruby. I couldn't remember the birthday. I could remember my social security number. How weird. And, and some other things, my dog's names and things like that. But stuff that should come to you naturally, like my birthday, I couldn't remember that. It just half of your brain just disappears. Now, before all of that happened, wasn't there, there was quite some time of mystery, right? Because something right. was off. Right. And, and, and when that happened initially, I started having MRIs and doing some very deep tests with really amazing technology, but it was never proven that I had a stroke. I saw the pictures myself from the MRI, and I'm sitting there with the doctor, and he, and he says, at the time I was 65, but he, he said, every 65-year-old man ought to have a brain that looks like that. And it was totally clear, totally clear. There was nothing wrong with it at all. So I had not had a stroke. It's something else. And what happened was we, we wound up seeing a gastroenterologist, um, enterologist, um, Erin Williamson over at Hillcrest. She got into my blood work and really dug deep into it. And she said, you know, I think you have cirrhosis of the liver. And it was like, what? Because I don't drink. I'd have a glass of wine with dinner once or 18 months. Yeah. Once not, a year or 18 months. I knew that about you. I'm like, that can't be right. I mean, it's, you know, cirrhosis of the liver. What I had was Nash cirrhosis, which is, uh, it's, it's a fatty 
yeah, it, it's it, it's liver fat. That's what it is. Fat in the liver. And I had enough of that to cause really serious problems for the liver. But we can fast forward. I uh, saw some people in Oklahoma City at Integris Hospital. Uh, uh, Hillcrest sent me there and to see their specialists. And they confirmed what was, what was going on, the hepatic encephalopathy, the cirrhosis, the whole thing. And they said, Mr. Lofton, you need a transplant. And then, you know, you hear the transplant word and you go, oh, my gosh, this is big. And uh, we went through all the procedures, another battery of tests. This goes on and on for two years. And on November 4th last year, I had my transplant. And I'll I'm never back. forget that And day. I'm back today. Yeah, I'm back today. Yeah, that was an amazing day here because we all knew it was coming. You were on that list, and that I've heard of people on the list for years. Yes, yes. I had, had discovered that someone that uh, a friend of theirs, someone that I know, uh, had been waiting for a liver for 15 years. Now, that person's health had to have been pretty good at the very beginning because there's something called a MELD score, uh, M-E-L-D. You can look it up on Google if you want to. But what that is is a range from 6 to 40. It's kind of a gauge for doctors. If you're 6, 7, you're okay. They can give you medications, keep you going, keep an eye on things. The higher that number goes, the worse off you are. I maintained around 12, 13, 14. So they just kind of kept an eye on me, kept me on meds, and watched me closely with blood work. Uh, at the time of the last episode of hepatic encephalopathy, my blood work had gone from 17 to 25, that MELD score. That's quite a leap. What happened then, that put me on the uh, transplant list, a candidate to have a transplant. I'd been on it since August. But that put me from number seven to number one. So the next liver that came would be mine. Is that in the region or in the state? How do they do that? It's, uh, it's, it's here in Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, it's here in Oklahoma. They, um, when I reached that point, um, I, it was a good thing because I was really, I didn't re- ever really feel bad. You know, I never felt, you know, ill or sick or anything. But by the time September, October rolled around of last year, I started feeling different, really, really different, like something is wrong inside. So we had the transplant the morning of uh, uh, November 4th. I got the call. I told, uh, they called my wife first, said, hey, I have a liver. Uh, we need to go now to Oklahoma City. Uh, then I told Levi May, our, uh, our department head and manager here, and I think he told you, <laughs> and everybody just, just cut. Everyone covered me, and uh, it was really extraordinary how the people around here took care of me as well as the hospital. Um, I'll always be grateful to everyone. But excuse me, I had the I had the transplant. Um, and here I am now, and I'm really astounded that I'm here because I think I came pretty close, but, uh, you know, thank God and the people at Integris Hospital and the folks at Hillcrest as well for helping me get through all this. 
It it's is pretty uh, amazing. It has been amazing to watch your recovery on Facebook. I mean, I haven't seen you yeah. since that day in November, but to watch you, uh, you know, you'd start putting pictures up and I could only compare to the last time I saw you. And I thought, yeah. man, he looks fantastic. And when I saw you yesterday for the first time, you compared yourself to a car and a new part. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's like one part doesn't work. You take it out, you put the new one in and you're as good as new. <laughs> well, what, it, what had happened when we had the surgery, you, you, you go in, they put you out, of course, and the surgery can take up to eight hours. Uh, what they uh, it took about five, maybe six. And when I went under to have the surgery, I was feeling pretty bad. I felt this didn't feel well at all. But when I woke up the next morning, this is the next morning after I woke up from the surgery. Bang! I felt a thousand percent better. That fast. It's that fast. It's incredible. It is truly astounding how good you feel when you wake up after the surgery. So that happens in November. Obviously, that's a very serious uh, intrusive surgery. Yeah. Life-saving surgery, but uh, recovery is pretty extensive, and there's this whole period, which is why you weren't able to come to work until this week. But here you are, and uh, good as new, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm good as new. The recovery, the very serious recovery, is the first three months. I mean, you can barely go outside. They don't want you exposed to anything because you're on anti-rejection medication, which I'm on to this day, and uh, medication to control infection. Uh, what happens is the medication uh, drives your immunity system down, which puts you at high risk for a lot of infections. And all this is happening in the middle of COVID. Right, extra so, level of concern. Yeah, and, 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 and it was a concern. But I just stayed at home, watched myself, didn't go out hardly at all. I watched a lot of TV and read a lot of books. Got some guitars. I Got saw some what guitars, you were doing. You know, it was good therapy for me. This <laughs> yeah. is a good excuse to buy a guitar. I think I'll do that. But uh, yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you're doing so much better and that you're back at work. I'm a, I look forward to seeing you and talking to you every day again. And let me tell you, um, there was never one moment around here where it was like, you know, it was always understood and a guarantee that we were going to do whatever we had to do as soon as you got that call. Yeah. So you could take I care know. of you. And we're yeah. all ecstatic that you're back. Yeah, I, I am too. It, it's great to be back. I almost, I've been gone so long, I almost feel like a new employee. But uh, Hey, I was impressed today. You, knew, you jumped right <laughs> on that board like you've been riding the bike forever. Well, yeah, I, you know, I've been doing this a long time, over 50 years, so a lot of it just comes back to me. But uh, I, I just always want to do well. I love this station and I love this business. And it's been good to me for a long, long time. So performance is always really important to me. KRMG's Dick Lofton back in the saddle after six months away. DL, I'm so glad you're back. Thank you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.